Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I wouldn't want it any other way. But I have to tell you something. America is at a crossroads. I don't have to tell you. You know this. America is at a crossroads. And also, you, you are at a crossroads. God has made America the most blessed nation on earth. The devil wants to stop it. Whether you know it or not, you are among the most blessed people on earth. And the devil wants to stop you. And he's shown me there are two end-time demonic entities that have been loosed on America to prevent America from fulfilling her destiny. I don't know about you, but I have never seen the morality in America go downhill so fast. Mm. I mean, it's usually like the boiling frog, you know, the slow boil, but it's a hot Mm. flame right now. And I, I have to tell you, I know the cause. There are two deadly demonic demons instituting two deadly sins. One is to make sure that America is on the wrong side of the fence in reference to God's position on the Jew and on Israel. That's the first one. The second is a lack of holiness. Let me talk a little bit about the first right now. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 3, there is a truth that if you can grab hold of just this one truth, it'll be so life-changing for you. In the New Living Translation, God says, I will bless those who bless you. Grab that. I, God, will bless those who bless the Jewish people, and I, God, will curse those who treat you with contempt. It's that simple. God has multiple reasons for this, but that's all we should need to know. God judges, a lot of people misunderstand this, God judges Israel for sin. I happen to be Israeli as well as American. God judges us for sin personally, personally, but he uses Israel to judge the nations. Let me explain this to you. Matthew 25 talks about a shepherd 
separating sheep from goats. You know what a goat is. A goat has a mind of its own. A sheep follows the shepherd. And there's one single issue that causes the separation of nations in the last days, according to Matthew 25. Whether you're a goat nation or whether you're a sheep nation, Matthew 25, 40 says, as you have done unto the least of these, my brethren, you've done unto me. And the word brethren in the Greek means from the womb. Who were Jesus's brethren from the womb? You see this? It's so clear. You need help to be confused. Now, Obadiah 1.15 says, the day is near. And whenever it says the day, it's talking about the day of the Lord. The day is near when I, the Lord, will judge all godless nations. As you have done to Israel, so it will be done to you. Can't get any stronger than that. But there is a tipping point with Israel. It's amazing. And here's the tipping point with Israel. It's, found, it's sort of like God puts up with sin, layer and layer of sin, but there comes a tipping point. Yeah. This is the tipping point. Joel chapter 3, verse 2. I will gather all nations. Note the word all. I will gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will enter into judgment with them there on account of my People. He's talking about the Jewish people. My heritage, Israel, in case you didn't get it straight. It's not just the Christians. Christians are God's people, but he's saying, my people, Israel. Yes. That's what he's saying. Whom they have scattered among the nations, they have divided up my land. Very important. It's not, contrary to popular opinion, the Jewish people's land, the land of Israel. It's not, contrary to popular opinion, the Arab people's land, Israel. God says it is my land. Then he tells us what he did with the land. He leased it. Any attorneys here? Any attorneys in the audience? I want you to tell me about this lease, how airtight it is. He leased it to the Jewish people, and here is the length of the lease, three ways. Psalm 105, verse 8 through 11. He remembers his covenant forever. Remember forever. Say it, forever. Forever. The word which he commanded for a thousand generations. Repeat, a thousand generations. The covenant which he made with Abraham and his oath to Isaac and confirmed it to Jacob for a statute, to Israel for an everlasting covenant. Say, everlasting covenant. Saying to you, I will give the land of Canaan as the allotment of your inheritance. Here's the terms of the lease. Forever, everlasting, a thousand generations. God has to say it three different ways. Oh, but could the lease be revoked? I think we have a Philadelphia attorney here. (laughs) Romans 11, just for you. God wrote Romans chapter 11, verse 28 and 29. Concerning the gospel, 
They, that's the Jewish people, are enemies for your sake. But concerning the election, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable, signed God. Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Our world is rife with comparisons about what separates us. Day after day, we go about our lives with tunnel vision. But Scripture tells us how Messiah broke down the wall between Jew and Gentile, allowing for the creation of one new man, one new humanity. This spiritual completeness is set to usher in the greatest move toward God the world has ever known. Sid Roth has discovered Scripture's key to reaching the Jewish people with God's love. One New Humanity opens the door for God to move in signs and wonders, and all will see the evidence of the invisible God promised in Scripture. At SidRoth.org, you'll find mentoring tools to empower you to share how One New Humanity is critical to bringing multitudes to know God. You'll understand Israel and the Jewish roots of the church, and how all the nations of the earth will experience blessings unseen in human history. Log on to SidRoth.org today and learn how one new man is the key to unlocking God's greatest blessings. We now return to It's Supernatural. Now, I just explained the first deadly sin, and I'm going to tell you something, and I know it's true. If you are, have, are on the wrong side with God in reference to the Jew in Israel, you will go into further deception and God will not use you in this last great move of God's Spirit. Be careful. This is what the Living Bible says in Zechariah. He that touches Israel is the same as someone that pokes their finger in God's eye. Pretty strong. Okay, the second deadly sin, a lack of holiness. You see, coming from a Jewish background, I was involved in the New Age. I had an encounter with the demonic. I know what's back there. I cannot relate to a backslider. If you just knew what was back there, you would run, yes. run yes. from what is evil. Let me give you a definition of holiness. My friend, Dr. Michael Brown, told me this. Holiness is becoming like Jesus in thought, word, and deed. Let me repeat that. Holiness is becoming like Jesus in thought, word, and deed. Oswald Chambers would often say, God is not an eternal blessing machine. Very different than what is taught today. God is not an eternal blessing machine. We were not saved out of pity. We were saved to walk progressively more each day in holiness. There used to be a bumper sticker. You're familiar with it. What would Jesus do? Would Jesus sacrifice children in the womb? to the God of pleasure? No. Would Jesus change the definition of marriage to include men marrying men? No. God have mercy on America. We live in an anything-goes society. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. 
homosexuality is becoming the norm. Pornography in the church and out of the church, people are addicted in droves. Abortion, sex without marriage, mm -hmm. new age, addictions of all kinds. So quickly our society is turning. We're not only in an anything goes society, we're in an anything goes Christianity. Christianity is being dumbed down. We look like the world, we act like the world, we think like the world, we talk like the world, and we wonder why we're not walking in the presence of the living God. We wonder why revival isn't here. We don't have messages today about the blood, about repentance, about the crucified life, about the power of God. Sadly, there's little difference between the world and Christianity. Hebrews 12, 14 says, Pursue holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Anyone interested in seeing the Lord? Oh, yes. Pursue holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. What ever happened to the fear of God? What ever happened to a word that is actually eliminated from many gospel messages today? Whatever happened to repentance? Things are about to change. I'm going to be on God's side. Me and my house, we're going to follow the Lord. How about you? How about you? Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Many viewers report testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders, and healings as a result of watching It's Supernatural. I'm 14 years old. This morning, I watched It's Supernatural about angels and warmth poured on me. It made me cry. God healed me of stage four inoperable cancer. It is a real blessing to have It's Supernatural to watch each week. If you've been touched through watching It's Supernatural, share your testimony at sidroth.org forward slash praise. We now return to It's Supernatural. I've been talking about the two deadly demons being on the wrong side of the fence in reference to the Jew in Israel and not walking in holiness. God says in 1 Peter 1.16, Be ye holy, for I am, that's another name for God, I am holy. What is wrong with the popular grace message of the day? It's not what is being said. It is what is being omitted. Grace without repentance, hear me and hear me well, will lead to the following sins. It will be a license to sin. I understand grace. I would not be here without God's grace. There is a wonderful blessing from God, unmerited, unwarranted, but because he loves us, of God's gift of grace. But there is a counterfeit grace which will lead to a license to sin, 
no hell or perhaps don't stay in hell permanently, and the heretical belief of eventual reconciliation of all people. Well, my Bible says there's only one way. There's no other way to be saved but the name of Jesus. And I'll tell you, while I'm speaking on this, there are many Christians, and by the way, people are being physically healed right now as I'm speaking. Someone with a neck problem, the pain has just gone. The backs are being healed right now. I am concerned about my Jewish people because we Jewish people are loved by many Christians and praise God for that. But if you love us, Tell us about God's grace with repentance. Don't just tell us you love us. Tell us the good news. The Jewish people do not go to heaven with sin on our hands. And the Bible says there's none righteous. No, not one. Romans 6, 1, 2 talks about the true grace message. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. Romans 2, 4. The goodness or the grace of God is what leads to repentance. It doesn't eliminate repentance. Now, get this. The call of the Jewish believer in Jesus. Most of you don't know that. Jewish people in Jesus have a call. It's found in John 4, 22. Salvation is of the Jew. Every Gentile that names the name of Jesus owes a debt of gratitude to some Jewish person who was faithful because the job of the Jew was to reach the Gentile with the good news. So what's the job of the Gentile Christian? Romans chapter 11, verse 11. Mm -hmm. To provoke them, the Jewish people, to jealousy, salvation has come to the Gentiles. The job of the Gentile is to reach the Jew. Now, look at it from a spiritual DNA viewpoint. If you reach the Jew and the Gentile, who have you reached? The whole world. That's right. And when these two spiritual DNAs co-mingle, listen to what Paul says. He's almost beside himself in the book of Ephesians, the second chapter, verse 14, 15, and 22. For he, that's Jesus himself, is our peace, who has made both that's Jew and Gentile, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. Now, this is in the Greek, but in the Hebrew, since Paul was Jewish, the word peace is shalom. So it's as if the word shalom, one of the meanings is completeness. Yes. So it's as if a Jewish believer in Jesus is incomplete without a Gentile believer in Jesus. And a Gentile believer in Jesus is incomplete without a Jewish believer in Jesus. So as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace or completeness in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the spirit. But what kind of dwelling place? A, we just spoke about peace, shalom, a complete dwelling place. So if we want the full measure, the former reign of God and the latter reign of God coming down in one day, that middle wall of separation, when it's separated between Jew and Gentile, we form one new man. 
one new creation. We are at the fullness of the Gentile age. You don't realize this. Two places in Scripture it's mentioned. Luke 21, 24 says, Jerusalem shall be trampled down by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles is fulfilled. You know what happened in 1967? Jerusalem in Jewish hands. So the first thing to look for is Jerusalem must be in Jewish possession. The second thing to look for, Romans 11:25 talks about a mystery that should not be a mystery to God's children. Blindness in part has happened to Israel. I'm Jewish. I see Jesus, so that's why it's just in part. Blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. Second thing to look for, spiritual scales come on off of the eyes of Jewish people. I tell you, I see it. I just got a phone call a, a, a week or so ago from an eight, listen to this, an 88-year-old Orthodox Jewish woman that got my book in the mail, and she said, all my Orthodox Jewish friends in the neighborhood are talking about your Jewish evangelistic book that you've mailed to them. <laughs> and then she said, Sid, I have to tell you, it was my birthday, my 88th birthday. Wow. And on my birthday, I had a visitation from Jesus. <laughs> thousands, tens of thousands of Jewish people are coming to the Lord because we're at the fullness of the Gentile age. But just as the spiritual scales are off the Jewish people, they have to come off of Christians too. That's right. That's right. How can we call in him that we've not heard? And how can we hear unless those called by name tell us who? Romans 11, 11, salvation has come to the Gentile to provoke the Jew to jealousy. Why is this so important? Because... Amos chapter 9, verse 11 through 13, talks about the end-time revival, the greatest revival the world has ever seen. Ever, ever. It's never happened before. You should read this sometime. Amos chapter 9, verse 11 through 13, but read it through Jewish eyes. Listen to this. The 11th verse. On that day, I will raise up the tabernacle of David. The word tabernacle in the Hebrew means house or family. Who is the family of David? The Jewish people. I will raise up that tabernacle, that family of David, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the Gentiles who are called by my name. In other words, whence the tabernacle of David, the family of David, the Jewish people are restored to God, it's going to release a revival among Gentiles. Here's the part that's never been before. Verse 13. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper, the treader of grapes, him who sows seed. Do you know what this is saying? It's saying it's going to be such a harvest of souls that you will not be able to get the fruit off of the vine before the next harvest is beginning. And it's going to be a harvest when that one new man comes together. So it doesn't make sense to me, but a lot of things God says don't make sense to me, and that's why he's God. You know, it's that simple. But God says, you want a complete dwelling place of God by the Spirit? You want to see the greatest revival the world has ever seen? You want to see America fulfill its end-time destiny? Reach the Jew 
to combine with the Gentile Christian, the spiritual DNA with the Jew, the spiritual DNA of the Gentile Christian, put the two together, and you have a complete dwelling place of God by the Spirit. Repentance in the Greek means a change of mind. Repentance in the Hebrew means a change of action. That's what true biblical uh, repentance is. You need the Jew and the Gentile. We need each other. It's time to repent. Repentance is to turn from your sin, believe the blood of Jesus was enough to wash it away, but turn all the way to God for the power to walk away from the sin, not keep walking back. The gospel is repent and believe. We're about ready to see the greatest outpouring of God's spirit in history. In Jesus' name. The Supernatural Mentoring Kit is finally here. Great. Hello, this is Sid Roth. I want to mentor you in the supernatural. You see, my heart's desire is to help you walk under an open heaven where God's supernatural favor, His blessings, His health, His biblical prosperity, and His vision for your life, they'll be normal. In the months ahead, I want to help you fulfill your destiny and your purpose on earth. Call now and get this one-of-a-kind mentoring kit from Sid Roth's School of the Supernatural. Never before has any ministry offered something like this to their monthly partners. When you open the box, you're going to immediately see a special message from me, welcoming you as a monthly partner with my prayer for you to begin unlocking the door to the supernatural. You will receive this authentic Jewish mezuzah specially designed for our monthly partners. Inside are special prayers to unlock God's blessings for you and your loved ones. Also inside is a microfiche containing millions of names of unsaved Jewish families. Place the mezuzah on your doorpost or in a prominent place. Use it as a point of contact as you pray for your own needs and for the salvation of millions of unsaved Jewish families you are helping to reach with the gospel through your monthly support. You'll get this distinctive Meshpuka mug reminding everyone that you are one of Sid Roth's Meshpuka, a part of the family with a supernatural Jewish heart. Receive 35 powerful healing scripture cards so you can meditate on God's promises for you and your entire family. Open the door to the supernatural and you'll find your first monthly mentoring DVD. It includes a mentoring guide with questions to help you fully absorb the content and for you to write your personal thoughts. You'll hear teaching on subjects including healing, how to receive your breakthrough, how to work with angels, seeing into the glory realm, prophecy, and much more. You'll get a special membership key code that will allow you to access a web link, giving you exclusive access to behind-the-scenes mentoring seminars filmed at our International Media and Mentoring Center. Also included is your first bi-monthly newsletter and so much more. Mishpuka Gold and Halutzin members receive this special DVD, How to Walk in Revival Every Day, plus this daily prayer of cleansing and consecration. Halutzin members receive their own beautiful distinctive mug, plus this beautiful Halutzin menorah pendant and keychain. Call now or log on to SidRoth.org. Don't miss out on getting your own mentoring kit from Sid Roth's School of the Supernatural. You can get this incredible kit with your first gift of only $25 plus $25 shipping and handling. If you sign up using our Angel Express, we'll waive the $25 shipping fee. 
Call or you can send your check for $50 to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number P9013N. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. I found a couple that teach you simplistically, step by step, to be in the presence of God 24-7. How would you like to be in the presence of God 24-7? <laughs>